0: reproductive endocrinology and infertility specialist with the University of Utah Health and the Utah Center of Reproductive Medicine. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. We're talking today about a topic that um, in some it's like an unspoken topic mm-hmm. that we all know it's out there but no one talks about it mm-hmm. until they do mm-hmm. and that's infertility. Um, it is a real thing it's a reality and it's something for me I feel like I want women to know that it happens more than you think and I, to just talk about it I
1: completely agree with you I think that's what's really hard and difficult that I see a lot of women a lot of couples who come in and are just struggling um, and they feel alone um, mm-hmm. and it, it is as you say a lot of people don't talk about it um, once people start doing infertility treatments, um, sometimes they'll, they'll disclose that to friends or family Kind of share their
0: journey a little th- more. Yes,
1: yes. And then they'll, they'll, they'll realize, oh, I went through that, or that's mm-hmm. how I conceived this baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then...
0: Yeah, there are best friends that don't yeah. know yeah. that each other one has gone through this same thing. Exactly. Because they don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that, um, I think this topic is important, and I think that it is just a good... Reminder for women that regardless of what you're going through, I mean, every pregnancy and, and trying to get pregnant, every path is different, mm-hmm. but um, you're never on an island by yourself. Oh, no,
1: you're not alone. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, I say that a lot with a lot of the topics we talk about here. Um, and so let's just kind of get into infertility and what it is.
1: Okay, so infertility is um it's it's defined by reproductive age couples um who have not conceived within one year of trying if the female partner is less than 35 because we know age plays a big role in um chances of conceiving Mm -hmm. um that window goes down to six months so if a when the female partner is over 35. So, if, if a woman's 35 to 40 and you've been trying for six months, haven't gotten pregnant, um, we, we want to see you. Um, at, after the age of 40, um, really, we just want to see you as soon as you feel comfortable coming in mm-hmm. um, for an evaluation or for help because it does get much harder to conceive um, as we get older. Sure. And so,
0: talking about infertility, and as we were just saying, in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to the conversation, it is more common than not. Yes. We just don't hear about it all the time Correct. because we're not talking about it. Correct.
1: It is, um, so in the United States, it affects about 15% of couples. Um, and so that's, you know, that's a significant portion of, of people. It is, but
0: then we could take the flip side of the glass half full uh-huh. and say, but look at
1: all of the couples that don't go through it as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. 85% of people are able to, once they start trying to conceive, are able to conceive without difficulty. Right. Um, and even within that subset of patients who, who do struggle with infertility, that 15%, a lot of those still go on to have children, just mm-hmm. may be more difficult. Right,
0: and that's I think that's an important note to make. And it's every situation, of course, is so different. Mm-hmm. But just because um, you are going through infertility or you're seeing an infertility specialist. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to have a baby.
1: Yes, yes. I think, and that's one of the most important things um, that I hope listeners would um, would take home um, from this podcast. There are a lot of um, a lot of couples at the start of their journey feel as though they're never going to have a child. Mm -hmm. And while that's a possibility, it's only a small proportion of patients. Mm -hmm. Most couples will have a baby. We're here to help. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I think that that also plays into the factor too when we talk about, it's kind of that unspoken Mm -hmm. topic. I think the other reason for that is mom and dad are feeling like they've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like it's their fault that they Mm -hmm. can't get pregnant or what 's wrong with my body right and
1: that 's hard it 's very hard and it 's very, very common. I think that um, a lot of a lot of couples struggle with that guilt, mm-hmm. but um, what I try to tell patients is. This is not your fault. you yeah. did not cause this to happen. Just like uh, you know, we don't say uh, a person who's been diagnosed with cancer—that's not their fault, right? Um, you know, and no we're one, here to try to help we're, you we're fix here it. To help. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a medical condition. We can, we can, we can. We have treatments that can help.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> another probably common misconception when you <clears throat> are just kind of starting to think about infertility mm-hmm. um, as a woman, we always think. There's something wrong with my body. Mm-hmm. I can't have a baby like my body should be able to. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Mm-hmm. But it's not always the woman's body that's playing a factor in it. It is not. It takes two to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: forty to fifty percent of the time, we find that the the problem is actually with the male partner. See, ladies,
0: <laughs> it's not always just you. No, and that's a good reminder because yeah. we do. I mean, by nature, we're warriors. We are always thinking and planning and looking ahead and thinking, like, okay, this mm-hmm. clearly is my fault. Right, but it's whatever's going on inside okay. is the reason that we're not getting yeah. pregnant. Yeah, but those numbers, I mean, forty to fifty percent, mm-hmm. it could be your significant other. Exactly. And
1: so, both need to see, yes, um, and oftentimes it can be you know if we know if the male partner has a significant history, you know we can we can start and have him see a male fertility specialist, sure oftentimes if if we don't know the reason, we we evaluate. Um, the couple, oftentimes it's the woman who's coming in to be seen, but what we can do is order a uh, semen analysis on the mm-hmm. partner and get a, a medical history. Um, so it's just one doctor visit yeah. for both patients. Um, and then if, if we find something or if there's red flags that come up, we can refer him to a male fertility specialist, um, as well. But it, you know, it, it's, it's not a whole bunch of appointments. We, we can kind of help and start that with, with one appointment with, both uh, members of the couple
0: yeah because that's I mean that's the main fact we need yeah. to find the root of the problem. what's going on mm-hmm. yeah exactly so let's talk about some of the causes because okay. we're already blaming ourselves yep. because we think it's our fault mm-hmm. um, but there are some actual medical factors and things that play into infertility and then also how you know <coughs> the fact that we can reverse some of those or fix them. Yes.
1: Yes. I'd say um, starting first with women, Mm -hmm. um, knowing that that it can be um, something in in the woman's body. One of the more common problems is a problem with ovulation. Either um, the woman's not ovulating at all, or maybe she's ovulating very irregularly, which makes it more difficult to become pregnant. Right. Um, Or um, we'll also evaluate the fallopian tubes. Um, If she has a history of infection or surgery, um, that can cause the Fallopian tubes to be damaged, so the sperm and egg can't meet. Um, we'll evaluate the uterus. Sometimes the uterus um, forms abnormally, um, and we don't know it till we look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a you know a rare subset of patients. Um, women can have endometriosis, um, which is where the lining of the uterus, which is normally shed with a period, that same tissue can grow inside the pelvis and cause inflammation and pain and problems. Um, so that's th- those are some of the examples in the female partner.
0: See, and that's why we start talking about with the female, because we have more moving parts yes. when it comes to... Reproduction, We do. And having a baby. <laughs> yes. Know? So we need to rule all of those out. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Before we get to the one other part yes. that plays a factor. Yes. <laughs> the man. Right. Um, and for him, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, we really start with a semen analysis. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if there's other things in his history that suggest maybe there's something bigger going on, then we can do some hormonal testing, exam, those sorts of things. Um, but the very first test we get, and oftentimes a general OBGYN or a family practice doctor um, can order this test would be a semen analysis just to say, are there sperm? And is there a normal number of sperm? (laughs) Right,
0: right, exactly. Um, And so also what about maybe prior vasectomies Mm -hmm. that can play a factor
1: that can so sometimes men feel like they have had they've completed their family so they'll get a vasectomy Mm -hmm. that um, is a block that keeps sperm from being released in the ejaculate Um, but maybe they change their mind they meet a new partner various reasons yeah um and so in that situation we would involve one of our urology specialists um they can talk about the possibility of reversing that so we we take away the scar tissue and reconnect um, the opening so that the sperm can be released. Or we could talk about extracting sperm from the testicle, and then we can use that sperm in IVF to create babies. All right.
0: And we're going to talk about IVF in a minute. Um, Talking about how long should couples kind of be on their journey of trying before they might kind of have that notion of, Maybe something is a little off. Maybe I should see a doctor. What's kind of that time frame look like?
1: Yeah, so for most couples, and again, this kind of goes back to... Our, our definition of infertility right. um and the the impact of maternal or female age on chances of, of success mm-hmm. but if a if a woman's having regular periods has no significant history of of problems really painful periods or a known history of problems with the fallopian tubes the man also has no significant history you know trying for a year if the female is under 35 is completely reasonable mm-hmm. we would expect 85% of couples to get pregnant within a year um, um, if the female partner's over 35, with six months of trying and then and then come in for an evaluation. If you're over 40, if the female partner's over 40, then I would suggest um, it's okay to try for a little bit on your own, but a sooner evaluation is better. Yeah. Um, if we know if there is a, a known problem. So let's say the, the woman is not having regular periods, that we know is a sign that she's not releasing an egg, it's not ovulating. probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, come in. We can we can fix that because you can simulate the, the period
0: mm-hmm. to then stimulate ovulation. Yes. So then continue to kind of move that forward. And see yes. If- that yes. helps.
1: And oftentimes it's it's not too invasive. Oftentimes it's just a, a pill yeah. um, that can help her to ovulate and then restore normal menstrual cycles.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and likewise for the man. If we know he's had a history of a vasectomy, for example, you know, come in and see us. Then it. we can... Right, right. right exactly. <laughs> um,
0: so when you're seeing your doctor then, when mm-hmm. you get to that point and you, yeah. you say, okay, I think I want to see... Uh, infertility specialist or you know talk to my doctor yeah about infertility um, it's treated in a number of different ways based mm-hmm. off of all of those factors that we're talking about correct um, so kind of what is what does that initial step look like it can be a scary
1: step yeah. for a woman or for a couple yeah it can, it can be very scary but we we don't want it to be scary right we, you know we we just want to look into seeing if we can find a reason why you're not getting pregnant. Um, and you know, that's, that's the first step. So oftentimes it's um, a little bit of blood work on the female partner. So we'll um, check some hormone levels. Um, we do screen for infectious diseases in anticipation of pregnancy. Um, we will do an ultrasound just looking at the uterus. We look at the ovaries. Um, that's not painful. Um, mm-hmm. We will evaluate the fallopian tubes um, with a special imaging study. Um, and um, that, that's kind of we, where we start there. And, of course, the thorough history. Yeah. if there any red flags that are coming up?
0: Yeah. With some of that history, I have a question. Yes. Um, do miscarriages or tubal pregnancies, do those play a factor in... Possible infertility in the future.
1: Um, they do, it, and that's not to say if I, I don't it's want not to say, say that if,
0: one goes with the other. Yes, so yeah.
1: so if you've had a miscarriage, miscarriages are very common. That does not mean you're going to have infertility, right? But we do know that you know maybe miscarriages are what we one factor for miscarriage could be that the uterus has a malformation. Mm-hmm. Um, Malformations can also be associated with infertility. So these things do sometimes go hand in hand. And so it is an important part of the history. Mm -hmm. A tubal pregnancy is a suggestion and a sign that the fallopian tube is not functioning properly. Mm -hmm. If the fallopian tube is not functioning properly, that's where the egg and sperm need to meet. And so likely there there may be a a more difficult time getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. I will say on that note
0: though, um, my mom had both a miscarriage and a tubal pregnancy. Before she had me, mm-hmm. and then went on to have two other children. So, listeners, it's it's not like you said; it doesn't go hand in hand. One doesn't mean the other, absolutely. But yes, there are factors, and again, it's just an important part of that history yeah. of trying to pinpoint where this is stemming from. That's exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, talking about IVF. Yes. When should we get to the point that we're starting to consider that? There's a lot of different factors from um, just like we are saying, kind of that simulation mm-hmm. of the period and ovulation mm-hmm. to the list goes on.
1: Yes, it does. And so really, we think about IVF when... Um, you know, if we don't have a clear reason for why couples aren't getting pregnant, um, they can consider IVF. Mm-hmm. Um, or if th- those couples have tried some not, some kind of less um, less invasive but also less effective treatment options, sure. if those haven't been effective, then we move on to IVF. Um, if we know there's a there's a condition that's causing the infertility that um, is is has really low likelihood of becoming pregnant without IVF, mm-hmm. then we'd want to move there quickly. So an example would be fallopian tube problems. So if right. both tubes are blocked, we can help the egg and the sperm meet outside of the body. Um, or the same thing with um, male sperm count. If the sperm count is really low, mm-hmm. the chances of conception with in- intercourse or with insemination is very low, mm-hmm. but we can help those sperm meet the eggs in the laboratory and have high chances of success.
0: Yeah, and so I mean it's a loaded question really at mm-hmm. the end of the day. How does IVF work? <laughs> yes. That's
1: a that's a great question. And I think just like a lot of a lot of women and a lot of couples don't want to talk about infertility, I think a lot of there's also maybe a lot of worry and concern about what IVF is. Yeah. Um, what's
0: what's it gonna do to me? Yeah. How's it gonna affect me now? How's it gonna affect me? if I want to try to get pregnant again or the future or my baby, all the questions. Yes.
1: And it, you know, I I do want to say that it's, it's a wonderful treatment. Um, the technology has come a long way since Mm -hmm. we, since we first, um, came up with it. Um, and most women feel, feel okay during their stimulation um, and the risks of IVF are very, very low. Um, but to get back to your point of what it involves, um, what um, starting with a menstrual period um, or, or a woman can take birth control pills, we stop them and then we start stimulation. Mm-hmm. A woman take, gives herself injections of hormones. Those hormones tell eggs in the ovary to grow. And what we want is multiple eggs at a time, you know, 10 or 12 eggs, all growing at the same rate. Um, We monitor for for the growth of those eggs with both ultrasound and blood work. We can't see the eggs on ultrasound, but we can see the follicles where the eggs are developing, Mm -hmm. which is just fluid-filled structures in the ovary. So that's what we're looking for on ultrasound. And then as eggs are being produced, they make estrogen. So that's what we're checking in the bloodstream. Mm -hmm. When it looks like we, they, they're in the mature size range, um, based on those two, um, two pieces of information, we have the woman take a different shot, called a trigger shot. That triggers final maturation of the eggs and makes them ready to come out. Um, and then they're harvested with an in-office procedure. The woman has sedation for that. So mm-hmm. we have our anesthesiologists who are phenomenal. We'll have an IV, she gets medicines and she just sleeps through the procedure. Um, We access the ovaries transvaginally. So we use um, a transvaginal ultrasound probe with a sterile cover and a sterile needle guide to visualize the ovaries, and then we insert a sterile needle through the vagina into the ovary um, and then um, direct the needle into one of the follicles. We attach suction. That suctions out the fluid in the follicle, and along with that fluid comes the egg. We drain all of the follicles to collect all those eggs, That same day we get a fresh sperm sample from the partner or we use frozen sperm Mm -hmm. um, or we can use donor sperm if a a Mm -hmm. woman doesn't have a male partner um, to fertilize those eggs and then we grow, we we attempt to fertilize all the eggs, we grow all of those embryos in the laboratory and when they reach the blastocyst stage of development, which is about five days after fertilization, Mm -hmm. we can either transfer an embryo back into her uterus or we can freeze those embryos for later use.
0: Or into a surrogate. Or into a surrogate, yes. So full disclosure, um, because I always say I'm an open book, um, I was an egg donor. Oh, wonderful. And went through that full process Uh of um, basically preparing my body for IVF. Yes, yes. Um, And it was was fascinating Uh and humbling, And incredible to be a part of that journey you know for a family trying to trying to have a baby yeah Um, and so I will say to our listeners it sounds like a lot Mm -hmm. and there's these shots and these things and then you have all this blood work and they put you out and extract your eggs and and all the stuff but it's not scary
1: yeah it's
0: really not yes Um, and the way that it all works, and the you know the science behind the miracle of all of it, is incredible. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for walking our listeners kind of through that process yes, because yes. Um, you do it in such an easy way.
1: Oh, thank. You. Well, it's nice to have you your do. perspective as well.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but you do, and and I, you just you you make it real mm-hmm. for our listeners, and I think that's what's important because. From the very beginning of where we started of talking about just the word infertility, it scares
1: people. It is. It's scary. It and, is. And I think I, I want our listeners to know any, any woman or any couple that's going through this, um, again, you're not alone. No, you're not. We're, we're here with, do, on this journey with you, and we're, we're there every step of the way, the ultrasounds, yeah. the monitoring, um, the retrieval, the transfer, and then hopefully that positive pregnancy test, that, that yeah. ultrasound where we see the little heartbeat. Exactly. Um, we're, we're, we're with you on that journey.
0: Because once you it, – it, it's so scary, I think, because once you get to that point in your life where you say, okay, let's have a baby, I want to have a baby – whatever that looks like for you. That's all you want. Yes. And then when you maybe hit a little bit of a speed bump, you think, but that's all I want and Mm -hmm. I can't have it. Mm -hmm. But you can. You can. You can. Yes. Um, Thank you so much for for walking our listeners through that. My pleasure. Um, Resources Mm -hmm. for men and women Mm -hmm. when it comes to IVF. Mm -hmm. What do you have for us?
1: So um, there's lots of great resources resources out there. Um, There is a website called SART, S-A-R-T dot org, and that is a website um, that has a lot of good patient information about IVF. Um, There's statistics, so national statistics. You can also look up individual clinics and look up success rates on that website. Um, On our website, um, the University Health at uh, the Utah Center for Reproductive Medicine, we have information as well about IVF, um, about infertility, um, and a lot of the, a lot of the other things that we've been talking about today. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. Dr. Link, I appreciate your time with us and um, the information that you gave to our listeners. Thank Thank you so much for being with us. Thank
1: you for having me. And I think um, if I could say one more thing, again, it's just uh, that we keep talking about feeling guilty or feeling alone. I just, I think I really want our listeners to know that we, that they're not alone. Yes. Um, We're there for them. And you know any questions that they have, you know that's what the doctor is there to do is Mm -hmm. to answer. And it doesn't mean that you you know you're not going to be pushed towards a certain treatment. It's just saying you know we're here for you. We're here to
0: help. Yeah, we're here to help. Absolutely, I I couldn't agree more. Um, I think that there's so many topics, and infertility being one of them, that we have to talk about. Yes, because it is out there. Mm -hmm. It's not as scary as people think. Mm -mm. Um, And. More women and couples together are going through it than, than you think. It's, that so is true. Talk about it. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Doctor, thank you so much. Uh, that concludes today's podcast for Baby Your Baby, talking about infertility. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.